Chapters 51 through 55 of Pep, Poise, Efficiency, Peace, by Colonel William Crosby Hunter. Recording by J. A. Carter. Chapter 51. Honesty is the best policy, and the rule is as true today as ever. It needs no proof. It is established and recognized. The man who marks his cards in the game of life to cheat his fellow man is just as sure to meet failure as the sun is sure to shine tomorrow. You are always hearing about or seeing a Mr. So-and-so who has made lots of money, and you know he is dishonest, but so-and-so has not paid all he owes. Yet he has paid much for his money. He is paid in the lack of respect you and everyone show him. Prison bars are not always the punishment for dishonesty. Mental punishment, self-accusation, and the consciousness of guilt, all these are much greater than we will ever know. Mr. So-and-so you speak of would give every dollar he possesses to change places with a happy, honest man who hasn't a dollar in the world. Dishonesty brings worry and suffering far worse to bear than prison bars. Be square with others, but particularly be square with yourself. Keep your eyes off the outside of the man who makes money dishonestly, but look into his inside, his conscience, and you will not envy him a bit. No matter how poor you may be, if you are honest, you will be richer than the dishonest man of wealth. Riches of golden dollars are not the measures of happiness. Riches of joy and practicing the golden rule are the real riches we are seeking. No man who observes the golden rule will be dishonest. And I believe in the golden rule, and you believe in it too, do you not? So we are adding to our riches of happiness every day, aren't we? and our hearts sing for joy, for our old worries and envies are getting mighty dim as we travel this main road of helpful thought and follow the suggestion of helping others and establishing within us the thought, I will do right. To skin others is to cheat yourself and rob you of the possibility of enjoying your existence. The smooth man has a rough road to travel. Chapter 52 There's the hypocrite. Do not let him come near you. He has the glad hand and a very bright face. He smiles and he does many of the things we are telling you to do. But he's only an actor, a counterfeit. He tries to be everybody's friend, but in the wind-up he is recognized as unworthy, unbelievable, and is shunned by all. He covers up his real desires and plans his speech and actions just to suit your wishes. He is insincere, untrustworthy. He is afraid of making enemies. He is a weakling and a coward. He is a thief a liar, he is dishonest, and his friendship vanishes instantly when you are in trouble or in need of a friend. The hypocrite flatters you. His advice is worthless. He talks from his neck up, never from his heart. His only aim in life is his own, and he fails because he is insincere and his foundation is rotten. He is a dangerous person because those with weak minds or run-down willpowers have not the ability to see through his outer self, and they think he is real, and that his make-believe is true. Those who have faith in him fall or suffer, for they are leaning against a wall of straw. The hypocrite is strong in his proffered friendship when you are prosperous and when you don't need his help, but the moment you call on him for aid or ask anything that calls for sacrifice on his part, he finds ready excuses and thenceforth keeps clear of you. These smiling, obliging, agreeable hypocrites are positively hurtful to you. You want people to disagree with you sometimes. You want someone to fight and contend with you once in a while. That contact discloses your weak spots and lets you know where you stand. The hypocrite hands you out pretty boxes of word candy and fools you with the sweets. Better have someone give you a pickle once in a while. Sincerity seldom flatters. Blunt truth may hurt for an instant 
but when you come to again the reflex is enjoyable. Anyway, when you hear blunt truths you know what you are dealing with. When you hear the honey words from a hypocrite you are trying to fasten truth on soap bubbles. You simply make no progress and get no satisfaction. Chapter 53 To be approved you must occasionally be reproved. Knowledge pointed out to you is mere words unless the knowledge is used. Set your ideal on the rock of truth and do not be bothered by the waves that dash against it. You will at first be sneered at because you have ideals and live differently from the herd. But when your determination is realized by your friends, you will be cheered for your pluck. Success comes to you who willingly, successfully, and patiently stand by your standards. You may be misjudged and sneered at and criticized. Well, so was Columbus and Christ and all others who had great ideals. Langley said the time would come before long when men would fly in the air, and the people called Langley crazy and a fool. But the fools were those who called Langley the fool, for behold, men do fly in the air. Old ideas founded on the you-can't theory are every day being upset by stern, patient, courageous men bobbing up and doing the very things the wise ones declared impossible. You have said, I can't stop worrying. The answer is, you can. Do not look backward toward your regrets or sorrows. Look forward to hope and happiness, and enjoy the anticipation of the pleasures in store for you. Yesterday had many pains. Why turn to the fire that burned you? Doing so only makes the pain worse. Control yourself. Find diversions and work harder than ever before. Your regrets are like wounds. They must be closed before they can be healed. The scar marks experience. For centuries and ages, countless thousands have undergone all and more than you have suffered. They have met every reverse you have. They have lost every prize you have lost and they have forced themselves to find courage just as you are finding your courage and learning to emancipate yourself from worry shackles by eliminating all acts or thoughts that are born of fear or cowardice. You have the power to do this. The trouble was that it has been tucked away in some corner and almost forgotten. You have the strength, but you must dig it up and exercise it. Grapple with your will and shut your mental doors on yesterday. Realize that it is today and that today is all you can live or control. Fix your mind, center your thoughts on true ideals, and have a single purpose. Do not count on luck or accident to favor you. Chapter 54 Remember, the patient, persistent plotter rather than the born genius is the one who does the things. Ask any so-called genius the secret of his success, and he will tell you it was hard work and patience. Get the take-it-easy idea out of your head. If you try to make life too easy, you will soon find the road is too hard to travel. Ambition, great ideals, right hopes call for effort, exercise, and efficiency. And while these words all commence with ease, yet the words mean just the opposite of the word ease. You can cut butter rather easily, but it is the cutter of wood and the hewer of stone that develops strength. Practice makes perfect, and just as true as you live, old compensation always puts the cap of success on those who have made the good fight. Mere knowing what to do is not the thing that brings results. It is the doing. The nail will not go into the board until the hammer gets busy. You cannot buy genuine things with counterfeit attempts. You may get what you wish, but you must pay for it. To get the best, you must give the best. Half journeys do not bring you to the end of the trip, and it is the last step of the journey that is most necessary. You will not arrive unless you survive. You will not thrive unless you are alive. 
The road to success goes in the opposite direction to the road to ease. Your path to success has brambles and boulders on the way, but they are there to test your endurance and patience. All this means effort, energy, and endurance. That's the ease you need to bring happiness, not the ease of non-resistance and freedom from work. The woman who leads a life of ease is full of worry and hopelessly enslaved to trouble and discontent, and she never knows what happiness is. A life of ease prevents happiness. A life of ease, effort, energy, endurance, will buy happiness. So gird up your loins, stiffen your backbone, set your jawbone, forget your wishbone, and hit the big road that leads to success, remembering that the toll you pay is work. A life of ease, that's the ambition of the weak ones. You have more knowing, and knowing more keeps you going more on the right road. A life of work for us, where we are free and emancipated from the little jail of worry, where we were formerly captives. A life of ease for those who will not learn the truth. But for us, a life of ease, effort, energy, and efficiency. Chapter 55 To every dispute there are not only two sides, but four sides. The inside, the outside, the right side, and the wrong side. It's mighty hard to be sure you are on the right side and able to pass judgment. Gossips get the wrong side. Mind your own business. If your business doesn't call for all your time, you have gone in the wrong business. Disputes quickly follow criticism. Critics seldom do the things they advise others to do. The critic is a busybody, and a busybody is never a busy body. Gossips are more poisonous with their bites than dog bites. Few are killed by dog bites, but slanderers and gossips have made many untimely deaths. The man who shoots off his mouth and causes broken homes, unhappiness, and misery should be punished like the man who shoots off the gun that he did not know was loaded. The Japanese have a proverb which they teach their children as soon as they can lisp the words. It is this, See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. There is a great demon who prowls around. He is called gossip. He is a mischief-maker and an artful dodger, hard to locate, and he is a liar of the worst kind. Pay no attention to gossip, for it is villainy born of hatred. Gossip consorts with meanness. Gossip never had a pure motive. If you speak evil of a woman, picture your mother or sister in her place. If you think a man is a thief, tell the police. If the facts you have are not strong enough to justify a warrant, they will not justify your accusations. Gossip always attacks the absent one. It is therefore cowardly. More trouble has been caused by gossip than by any other one thing, except whiskey, and whiskey makes gossip. A big step forward to emancipation or freedom from worry will be the moment you cut out gossip from your habits. The next time you start to speak ill of anyone, curb your tongue, and you will instantly feel the benefit, for you are learning to control your will. Whenever there is gossip, turn the conversation. You will not gossip or speak ill of anyone, will you? You will feel better as soon as you deposit this thought in your mental bank of good ideas. Gossip is cowardly. You must be brave. End of chapters 51 through 55. Recording by J. A. Carter. www.pleonic.com.